John and Liz, it was eye-opening to see the impact of what this drug is doing firsthand. It is sad, it's scary, and it's happening in our own backyard. It's just getting ridiculous, and I seen the first time I ever had to deal with any type of people on drugs, it was my wife and her boyfriend. So, you know, naturally, uh, I came home from work, and I started hearing some moaning from my bedroom, and I had to go figure it out what, what was going on. So I went in there and I said, boom, boom, bam. I shot up in that door like that and the door flung open. And I seen, guess what I saw? I saw them with a double-sided dildo with their ass smashed together. I said, hold up, wait a minute. Something ain't right. These motherfuckers look like cat dog. So I say, what the hell going on up in here? She, he gonna turn around and say, eh? and she gonna say, meow. I said, oh, hell, something, something got to be wrong. And that's the first time I ever came into contact with what these drugs are doing to, to, to the community. It, it, it's just sad. It's just sad. Yeah. Okay. Um, it is uh, Wednesday, uh, uh, Wednesday, January 30th, uh, 2019. Let's uh, see what the hell we're doing right here. Um, shall I start with a, uh, uh, gas station story? Yeah. Another gas station thing happened to me today. Uh, recently it was on Saturday. I was, uh, in this gas station on Northside and, um, I stopped off to get some aspirin. I was waiting in line and there was this guy, two guys behind me and, and all of a sudden he just said, you know, I got some uh, butt naked hoes in the car, and just some, some, some butt naked hoes, and and we're and we're just looking at him, like all of, like all of us in the line, we're just looking at him, and he, would, and we just giving him that, like, what are you talking about? Look, and he said, "Oh, I see y'all married. All right, I see how y'all is," and just like, and there, of course, there's that one vagrant dude just egging him on, and we're like, cause you know, cause they were. The guys in the line were were mainly uh, working class gentlemen, and uh, they didn't that they, they weren't. I guess they were married or had girlfriends or just didn't feel right accepting butt naked hoes from some dude in the gas station line. And um, and I finally just uh, spoke up and I said, "So you have butt naked hoes in the car?" And just and the guy said, uh, "No, nah, they're not in the car. Like I give you the address." Where the butt naked hoes? Yeah, okay, and just I re yeah, I just realized this dude. I don't know what this dude has, but he does definitely doesn't have butt naked hoes, and I'm not gonna follow his ass to an address. What's what's the Thirty Rock saying? Never follow a, a hippie to a second location. Never never follow a dude promising butt naked hoes to a second location. All right, it's not kind of discount ass stuff as that. Just. Uh, some great value butt naked hoes or something like that. Uh, let's go down the list. Hell do I have? Uh, five Houston officers shot during a drug raid. I believe like they were just remember, like it, it's very unfortunate what happened to those officers, but just remember it's white people that did that. Uh, they, they were selling black tar heroin out of wherever the hell that was at. So like two suspects were, were killed, but it just like, just all, just keep that in mind when all the stories are up. Just, yeah, you know, just, you know, there's white dudes shooting at, 
at cops because, of course, wh- you know, not white white people just shooting at cops because, hey, you know, you know, just white people are just defined as hell these days. If I see one more story about somebody in blackface acting like that's that's the thing to do these days. Uh, okay, let's get into Roger Stone, who looks like every dude who hits on your mom at a country club function. Uh, the political trickster said Tuesday, a day he pleaded not guilty to seven charges laid by special counsel Robert Mueller that Trump's presidency is in mortal peril because the Russia investigation amounts to a speeding bullet headed for his head, especially considering if all that stuff is true. Yeah, just because it seems that way. First of all, I'm, I'm not why why I'm not listening to a dude who dresses like a a a, a discount Tom Wolf and uh, was a, was fired from Bob Dole's campaign uh, for uh, you know, putting classifieds for dudes to to bone his wife, and then in the ads he he wrote. Uh, no smokers or fats, please. He actually wrote that. No smokers or fats. So, yeah, just this, whatever this 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 sharp dress cuckolded dude is talking about. I ain't hearing it. Uh, just the, the you know, I I I, don't, I I was wondering where to bring up the whole Jesse uh, Smollett thing. Uh, it was very tragic that happened. And there are already people saying that it's fake because I, I believe the MAGA people are saying, hey, where's the video evidence? And, and but his, um, I believe his manager uh, was on the phone with him as he was trying to uh, get some sort of help. So, oh, gee, I, I hope I hope it's not fake news. I just I, I'm all I'm saying now, just because it's just because if first of all, if it's real news, then we got a serious problem. Because you know there there are actual uh, people uh, um, uh, just targeting uh, uh, LGBTQ people in popular culture or or in public eye or something like that, and uh, just uh, and and also they're they're they're. People now talking about oh we're talking about just Jesse Small, but we're not talking about uh, the the two gay black men that were found dead in Ed Buck's uh, Democratic donors Ed Buck's apartment. And everything here's a good idea. Why don't we just support um, all the gay black men or gay black women or LGBTQ people of color? Just so let them know that not certain cases. Just every, you know, because I'm concerned right now because you know when. Yeah, you know, we you know kind of need to stop the whole uh, gay black men being killed and beaten thing. I'm I thought we would have stopped that by now, but apparently it's still happening. So let's let's all you know support support your brothers, no matter what their sexual preferences, brothers and sisters. Because uh, no matter what their sexual preferences, because yeah, that's that's bad when when gay black men and women are beaten or killed and stuff. So just like just throwing that out there. But then again, of course, uh, the whole the situation with Terry Crews is making it seem like even 
if you know, it's kind of it's getting kind of difficult for men to support straight men when they're sexually harassed. Because I woke up on Sunday and uh, and just saw uh, Twitter blowing up because uh, it was D.L. Hewley talking about he couldn't in the Vlad TV interview talking about he couldn't understand how uh, somebody let uh, an agent let uh, you know got Terry Crews to grab his ass. It's right in in, in the in the Vlad TV piece. I believe Vlad that that's his name. I was just correcting DL the whole time, just like I'm not gonna let my agent grab my ass. Well, actually, it wasn't his agent; it was just somebody who worked in the company, and it wasn't his, his ass. It was his 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 genitals, just whatever. But just you know, I'm not gonna let no agent grab my. I, I don't think he did. He just like he just grabbed it and just and just and, and also, why is it always the dudes who really shouldn't be talking about other black men? Always got something to say, like you know, if you have if you have uh, Google D.L. Hewley recently. Uh, apparently, he's been uh, creeping around on his wife for a quarter of a century and had um, one of his mistresses, uh, one of his side chicks had a baby and the baby was killed by the boyfriend. And just like, like, why don't you deal with all that stuff? Don't, don't really concentrate on what Terry Crews is doing. But then, yeah. Also, there's other guys like uh, Tariq Nasheed and whoever. Uh, and in this new thing now, where just uh, black men are upset because uh, here's why I'm saying because Terry Crews um, had a situation with some white dude uh, saying you know who grabbed his junk and Terry Crews was like, hey, uh, get this dude the hell up out of here because he's grabbing people's junks all willy nilly. And just and also he, he, he brought awareness to that. Here's something that nobody talks about. So that dude doesn't do that stuff again. Much like what all the other people, the people who've been calling out uh, men during this whole Me Too situation, just like so, there people are aware that they've been abusing their power and and just traumatizing, and destroying people. But for some reason, because Terry Crews, a man, did it. Black men, sadly, a lot of a lot of black men have been complaining just about how, uh, just you know, I wouldn't let some dude do that to me or anything. It's not even about that. Just yeah, I'm sure you would have busted dude in the face, but you just you don't have a job, or you don't have like bills to pay, or whatever. Just like it just, and plus when when somebody grabs your junk and just in. It's like you're at a moment like, hey, this person's grabbed. I, like there was one time somebody grabbed my junk. But um, one, I was kind of asleep. And two, it was like this female modern dancer. And apparently this modern dancer was being a uh, drunken hoey. I was at a party. And I was sleeping on a couch. And just I felt somebody grab my junk. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And I, I wake up and I see this 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 female modern dancer, and she's just walking away. And I'm just like, I roll like, hey, hey, what the hell was that? What? Like you grab a, and she was just like, Ooh, you know, just apparently, I, I learned that evening that ballet dance. What? Well, no, no, it wasn't a modern dancer because it was like a it's a ballerina, and ballerinas. Apparently, there's a difference between ballerinas and modern dancers, and that ballerinas are kind of whores. But, uh, 
Well, that's what a modern dancer told me. Cause, that was, cause actually, like later on that night is just like, cause I I saw the same girl and she was making out like crazy with some dude next to the bathroom. I'm like, what the hell is going on? You can't find a room or anything. And then and then like three years later, Black Swan comes out and there's that whole thing. So it's just like, yeah, this when when so um basically the point I'm trying to make is that when somebody grabs your junk, like. Like, whether it's a man or a woman, just, like, you're so taken aback, like, like, what the hell is your frisky ass doing? And it's just, you don't know what to do because nobody grabs your junk all random. It's not, a, it's, not a, it's not a general thing that happens in life when somebody grabs your junk and just, I'm saying, like, I'm getting tired of Terry Crews, you know, just pointing out that they're, there are people. There are people in Hollywood just grabbing junk, and just bring awareness to that. And for some reason, he's just bringing black men down. And black men are just like, "Yo, you should have popped in the mouth, son. Like, you know, you, like you're not a real man or whatever. Cause like, grab a junk." Oh, Jesus. I'm not even worried about Terry Crews. Like, he's he's hosting America's Got Talent. He's rolling. He's gonna you know, gonna be in the Expendables 14 or whatever. Um, Gina Rodriguez, just say, just tell black women you sorry and move on. Cause that's, that's apparently, that's all, that's, that's, that's all black women want to hear generally, but especially from you, you may not be anti-black, but just, you know, you just been saying some stuff that's been anti-blackish and just, all you have to do, I know you're crying everything on, on sway and all that stuff, but just, you know, just listen. Like Sister Twitter is the most powerful um, subspecies of tw of Twitter out there. It's just made up of 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 just uh, jilted ex girlfriends and and judgmental Beyonce stands and just angry, pissed off black women. So. You know, just, just, just try, just, you know, just last thing you want to piss off is them. Just, I think I'm, I'm risking everything by just bringing this up. But sister, notice how they, they, they went after Terry Crews for just trying to defend you and just saying like, she's not, cause all Terry Crews is like, she, look, she hasn't, she's not anti-black. And then sister Twitter was like, oh, we tried to defend you, all this stuff. And then he was like, yeah, my bad. never mind. Hey, hey, hey black men. And and they they deleted all his tweets, uh, defending uh Gina Rodriguez. So like, unless you, if you want people to see that Miss Baller movie, which just seems awful, yeah, you, I think you should say just. I I know it's like a, a, apologizing to people seems to be just the wrong thing to do these days. But if you, I'm 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 still I still believe that if you're sincere and if you want to, you know, make people. Uh, care about what you have to say again? Just try to be uh, sincerely apologetic. I got a couple of things here. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, well we'll talk about that later. But uh, let's let's end it on this. Uh, KFC uh, still is trying to kill everybody. Uh, KFC announces testing a new Cheeto sandwich in selected restaurants at locations in North Carolina, my former 
stomping grounds, Virginia and Georgia. 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 Uh, KFC lovingly describes in a press release made by coating a juicy, hand-breaded, extra-crispy chicken filet with special Cheeto sauce and placing it on a toasted bun with mayo and a layer of crunchy Cheetos, the Cheeto sandwich will give you a blast of craveable Cheetos in every bite. Why? Why does KFC continue to do this? Like, do you y'all just want Patton Oswalt to talk about your ass from now until the end of time? Because you know there was the the famous bowls with just a pile of food in a bowl, and then there was there was the double down sandwich, which was it was just just like two it was literally two chicken patties. In be- and in between the pays was cheese and bacon. There wasn't even bread. Just wanted, you wanted people to just walk out there with, like, just, just meat in their hands. Like, oh, it's a double-down sandwich and stuff. And now you're doing the Cheetos. Oh, geez. You know, funny. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy because, you know, thinking about Green Book, um, you know, if you do have KFC in other parts of the country, it does taste better because, I don't know, the KFC in here, here in Houston, it feels like you're literally eating death. If you have KFC in North Carolina, it's just it's not that bad. I ain't, I ain't having no double down or, or Cheeto sandwich. I'm already fat as hell and my my hot my blood pressure is 180 over 200 or wherever the hell just need to get back in the swing of things and not eat cheeto sandwiches imagine this flaming hot cheetos oh jesus it'd just be nothing but middle school kids swarming around kfc on a flaming hot cheeto sandwich yeah for christ's sake Let's uh let's get into the music here. Do I have a playlist? Okay. This is the most um I don't know, Splackavelli-licious show on KPFT. This is the sour hour. Let's 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 do the damn thing.
This is the Sour Hour, a.k.a. Everything is Canceled, a.k.a. Drake, um, <laughs> on a KPFT HD 2, not 3, it's 2. It's, uh, it, I'm, I'm Craig D. Lindsay, a.k.a. Black Larry David, a.k.a. Anastasia Beaverhausen, a.k.a. Helen Mirrenstalker. Uh, and if you want to hit me up on any of the social media plats, uh, it is um, at Uncle Crizzle, U-N-C-L-E-C-R-I-Z-Z-L-E. Uh, you can uh, hashtag the Sour Hour, even though I know you won't. Uh, let me know you listen to this damn thing. And if you want to <laughs> listen to this uh, episode, another episode like it, um, you can uh, uh, go on Mixcloud, Sp- Spotify, Stitcher, um, Apple stuff. And and leave leave some five star reviews to, to 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 let me know you're out there and just let me know I'm doing stuff. All right, uh, let's uh, get into um, the uh, the music that we just played. Uh, first one was uh, "Sitting Around Keeping Score" by Spy Mob. Uh, Spy Mob is the group that uh, did backup for uh, NERD when they redid the In Search of album. And uh, it's like a band they found and did, to give it more rock edge in that album. And uh, that was their, uh, that was from their, uh, their album. I believe it's also called uh, Sitting Around Keeping Score because that's what I'm doing. Uh, and uh, after that, a little bit of uh, Paul McCartney and Wings. And, uh, yeah, that was uh, Arrow Through Me from uh, Back to the Egg. And, uh, you know, just I play that because it's, it's Paul McCartney. And, uh, and, and after that, 
uh, was uh, part of the world uh, from uh, Reggie Watts uh, from the uh, Simplified album. Uh, I felt the need to play that up here. And uh, I am really bad at DJing. Uh, just like, hey, hey, I'm, I'm playing this. I hope you like it. Because that's, that's what I do. Um, on the show this evening, we have a returning champion. He was here I, actually around this time a year ago because um, <clears throat> I had a day, Jay Dilla show. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, you're loud on that one. But, uh, and no, nah, Jay Dilla makes me excited, man. That, and uh, so I figured, and Jay Dilla's that whole is their whole is birthday and his yeah, death day yeah. is coming up soon. Yeah, but uh, just uh, thought I'd bring him back up here. Uh, DJ Soul One, welcome to the Sour Hour. Thank you, sir. Glad to be here again. Yeah, so how, uh, how many, how many sours is this for me? Two, three? It's your second, it's your second one. I gotta do more. Okay. I thought uh I thought this made three, but you no. do, but you do a lot of other shows on here. I mean Yeah, you, they're uh, all jumbled up together. Yeah, you've done uh the remedy, you've yeah. done uh you've done uh, quantum, quantum leap. leap radio, which is uh before the remedy on Saturdays. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh Grandfather Clock and uh Mr. Goodbard uh who do those shows respectively. Mm-hmm. So um <clears throat> tell you wanna talk about, man. Guess you wanna Want to talk about how James Ingram and he's dead? <clears throat> you know, um, he had a whole lot of very good uh, house remix records. Oh, yeah. So that wasn't my introduction to him, but uh, when I started getting into playing house more, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, he, you know. They do all kinds of remixes and edits and stuff to put them in the house mixes with Masters at Work and oh yeah, uh, you know Kenny and Louie and <clears throat> all those guys. So it it kind of opened up a whole new world of his music to me when I got around to the house side. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, a lot of people associated with Quincy Jones because he yeah did did stuff on the Dude and everything mm-hmm. and uh, but and he Quincy produced most of his records yeah solo stuff. Cause he was on the Quest label. Yeah, and but but we shouldn't forget like there was that brief period like the late nineties, where he's branching out and uh, one of my favorite tracks he did uh, was a track that uh, Teddy Riley arranged uh, called "It's Real." Oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah, which yeah. was really was yeah. a real do uh, Jack BS yeah yeah track. I almost forgot about that. Yeah, I wanted to play something. Uh, that he did one of my favorite tracks from the Beverly Hills Cop Two soundtrack. <laughs> I don't know if you remember Better Way, but I can't <laughs> find that anywhere. I have well, I have the Beverly Hills Cop Two vinyl. I'm sure you do. Yeah, just like you can have it if you want. <laughs> uh, well, thank you. As soon as yeah, I give it to you. get my record player at some point, of course that 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 album had like George Michael's "I Want Your Sex" and yeah. And ready for Which, the uh, world's thirty-six lovers. Well, I think the George Michael song was the biggest one. It was huge. Yeah, 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 yep. Yeah. Beverly Hills Cop too. Yeah. Um. 
You think that was a good sequel? I saw that um, on the, the, I believe, the day I graduated from elementary school. Um, <laughs> You're the film guy. That's why I'm asking you. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny because if we're, we're having this conversation. We're here uh, now. We might as well. Because <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the, the first Beverly Hills Cop, I mean, all the, the Beverly Hills Cops we think about just are, all, are differently made and everything. Because the second one was made by Tony Scott, which uh, had a lot, had a very slick sheen to it. Uh-huh. And just like, you know, it just seems like Eddie was more polished in that one. You know, I think that's why I prefer the first one much more. Yeah. 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 Because he wasn't as polished on the first one. No, I mean, I mean, when we first meet Eddie Murphy on the second one, he's wearing like a fly ass suit and, and, and running and, and just flying down the street and with a Maserati or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, like, you live in Detroit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and when we first meet him in the first one, he's, um, an undercover DT on a cigarette truck bus. Wearing, wearing a sleeveless T-shirt. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's kind of different. Yeah, very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I well, I didn't think we'd be talking about the. Bell I didn't either. Gun, can but I, I can appreciate that. Yeah. On Sour Hour. Yeah, and uh, oh well, one, let's not forget like James Ingram uh, was the was the one who basically uh brought into uh the pop light of course the yes he certainly did that that and that he bellowing. he had the he had the most I, I i'm sorry if i blew people's speakers out you kind of sounded like him yeah hey man that's not easy to do on Woo! on secret garden yeah he had the most grown man uncle kind of verse I mean, yeah, because L, L and Al, L, DeBart and Al B. Sure was acting, was sounding all light skinned, right? And James Ingram came in like your uncle, yeah, like that's Be what a man is supposed to do. No, that's 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 Barry Weiss track. He, oh yeah, James, that's Barry. James yeah. Ingram was like the melody. <laughs> I got the secret. <laughs> yeah, see, he 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 was this the one. Okay, so. I'll be sure it just did not belong in that the whole lineup. Why? Why do you say that? Well, vocally, he he's, he doesn't stand up to any of those guys. I always wonder, like Quincy couldn't, like you couldn't find Michael. Like, what? Why was he could find Michael? But you know, just like Michael, especially around that time, Michael was just where I don't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> hey, there's matter of fact, there's a Sundance documentary. There's a that, no that man, no no no, no 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 no. I don't think that that was what stopped him from <laughs> Secret Garden. Michael just might have been a little out of Quincy's pay grade at the time. Um, wait, did you see the 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 first the the Q documentary? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not the Netflix one, the one that came yeah. out like and, like remember uh-huh. like, Michael Jackson like didn't want to be. Uh, there was a lot of on camera, and they just like had him in the dark and everything. Yeah, there was there was actually a lot of footage from that first. one documentary that ended up on the netflix one yeah yeah it was the first one was just much longer yeah it seemed and uh what what oh oh here's here's something you might predict this we're talking about movies i haven't told this to anybody yet but um 
when I was a kid, uh, my mother had it bad for uh, James Ingram. I mean, and, who's? I mean, yeah, he, that's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. Ofi- he's official panty dropper for right. his mom and right. the aunts and everything. Right, 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 right. And uh, he sang a song. Uh, well, he had a song that was in the movie uh, Best Friends. Uh, that's called um, How do you keep How you keep the music playing or something like? Because I uh, Best I was, Friends. Yeah, that was with Burt Reynolds and Goldie Hawn. You ever seen that one? <laughs> no. It doesn't ring a bell. And, uh, yeah, they were nominated uh, for an, uh, that song was nominated for Academy Award back when they had let a. I think I did see that on his wiki page. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so. Uh, they and then s- there was the, the, how could you, we be remiss not to mention Yamo be there. Of course. Right. Uh, that was phew, out of here. Yeah, that was, that was my favorite one. That was when I was seven, jamming it. But that was. But how do you keep the music playing? There was another track he did with Patty Austin. Of course, did "Baby Come to Me." Baby, come to me. Let me put my arms around you. This was meant to be. Yeah. And I'm also glad I found you each and death and everything. And so they they had a great marriage. That was dope. Yeah, and so they performed that at the Academy Awards, and my mother was. And keep in mind, I was like, what, six, five, six? <laughs> and she's carrying on about, like, you know. James, about James Ingram in, yeah, James, in those ways? Yeah, just because, like, she didn't want Patty Austin all up on ah, her and everything like okay, that. Okay, so there was some shade. Yeah, there was a lot of shade. There was a well. lot of early 80s shade. Uh, so, yeah, best friends, uh, Burt Reynolds and, and Goldie Hawn. Go, go see if you can find that, if it's, ever, if it's out there. But, um. I'm gonna check for that. Okay. Uh, you know why I have you on the show, man? Why? Because I'm lonely. Makes sense. Just somebody need to talk to because like I sure as hell can't find a lot of people. You have a guest to. every week, almost. Barely. Nah, man. Nah. Barely. I almost so every you week. Didn't, you didn't listen last week. Listen, when I was this trying is to this get, is. Somebody, I, I started off by saying like I couldn't find any, could finally people could barely find people to get on the show. This is one one thing I know about the Sour Hour. One, it's going to be dedicated to a curvaceous woman. People don't. Some people don't even know about that on Instagram. On the, on my Insta story, I let I dedicate uh, the Sour Hour to a curvy model every every week. And two, there's going to be a guest, or I try to be a guest. You didn't hear that you never you didn't hear the Thanksgiving show where I, where I tried to get a guest. I actually tried to get somebody I know to call in cuz he was cuz he was trying cuz I was he was about to buy get like Thanksgiving food and I said, "Well, one, I I interview you as you're getting Thanksgiving food and dude straight up flaked on me." So. Dude, you got James Prince on here. That was like a, a fluke. What still you did? Yeah, I got my. First of all, I'm not even talking about just guests that I'm that I'm trying to land on the show. I'm just talking about people in general. Like I just can't seem. Just like it's yeah, I I I and I don't know if this like we've talked about this a lot. Just I just get this general gist that is just hard uh, just to <laughs> deal with people around here. Just just trying to just just trying to. 
track down people just trying because I'm I'm kind of going through some stuff as you might know as you might not. Well, just well, how long have you been doing the sour for a year? Okay, so you already got a year in the can. Yeah, eighty five percent of the time you have guests. Yeah, um, I'm sure that these women that the show is dedicated to are aware. Some of them that the show is dedicated to them. Some of them, some not. Right. Okay. So you've already had one rap mogul <laughs> give you an interview. Going down the list Wait, of positives here. Off, Let me you, see. Did you listen to that one? Yeah. It was. It wasn't here, but still, like he gave you his time, right? He gave me, yeah, he gave me his time. Okay. And let me tell you something. Like, I don't, you know, people don't even hardly know the story behind that because, like, somebody emailed me out of the blue and said, you want to talk to Jay Prince? And I said, okay. And there was never a set time or, or, or place or anything. And I, and I kept emailing this person. Mm-hmm. And I said, am I going to talk to Jay Prince? And just like, well, let me see. And then, and then sure, like an hour later, yeah, yeah, he's at Breakfast Club. Why don't you meet him there? And and I go down there, and keep they have no idea who the hell I. He or his people have no idea who the hell I am. <laughs> so I tell them like I'm supposed to interview you, and they're like, and they're in the middle of having lunch. Like they they they. they okay. The okay. Whole place. So here's the thing: you realize that he's a very powerful dude in the industry. Oh yes. Very so powerful. it's not likely or typical that just a random person walks up to him and is like hey i'm supposed to interview you like the fact that you got his time means that it was it mattered you know what i'm saying yeah okay so that's what we just we're going down the list of positives here just for the sour positives okay uh well, <laughs> I already gave you three, so we can keep going. Three was 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 wait, what's the first two? You've been on for an, a year, right? Yeah, yeah, I've been doing it for a year. Okay, because nobody knows I'm doing it. <laughs> no, the station knows you're doing it. Well, well, two people know okay. I'm doing it in the well, station. You know, hey, we gotta we gotta count that too. So then, you got your curvy models, right? That at least are aware of it. Even if it's just one, we got to start somewhere. <laughs> I love I love how you're trying to spin this stuff where you really, it's just like, if you want me to get down into it where it's just like, like I'm just not, I ha- just have, as you know, as you probably well know, I haven't been feeling this town a lot. Well. Because I just kind of, because kind of one of the things is just like uh, trying to reach out to somebody I know around here to the the the, the, the fee, see if anybody feels my pain because I just get this sense is that it you know if you if you're trying to trying to maintain some sort of um comfortable existence for yourself mm. I'm having a I'm having a hard time believing this is the place. Well. I could see that, mm-hmm. but it still doesn't make me feel like you can't do what you want to do here. Like, but that's the thing. I don't. I I don't feel like I can do what I can do here. That and that's kind of been like one of the debilitating things. Just I can't. Like I I you know the things I want to do that you know I want to do. Mm-hmm. It's like I can't. Well, I can do them per se, but I can't. You know, make a comfortable living for myself. I mean, there I. 
like there's something that happened to me over the weekend that sent me in such a, a downward spiral. No, no. Where it's just like, why am I even wasting my time here? And it's just. Well, you know, if 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 that's the way you really feel, then maybe your move isn't the worst thing. Yeah, I mean, I've I've literally I've been I've spent the past two weeks just applying for gigs. Yeah, in California. And stuff yeah, I hear you, man. Hey, make a move if you feel like that's the thing that's, you know, holding you back. Yeah. Well, I mean, just how do you do it? Because I was talking to you earlier because uh, you, you, you know, when I came back here, you were making a lot of moves. You were uh, doing this podcast yeah. called The Now and Then Show. <laughs> I, I was. At, at yeah. KTSU. <laughs> which I thought was cool because it was it was it was a rappers I know sponsored yeah podcast. And I remember you, you were you, one of the first people to like give us some props on it, so yeah, appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome, man. Just yeah, it was like it was UK. Mm-hmm. Who else? Uh, DJ P- Cipher and Peter P- 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 two P two and yeah. just and uh, I believe the last one you did was in October, and I was just like, what the hell happened? <laughs> Well, um, people got busy and it went from we're going to take a couple of weeks off to a couple of months to, you know, it just became, uh, well, time's wasting, you know, and I didn't want to do it. Without the four of us, mm-hmm. because you know we could have done shows with half of the crew or three fourths, but yeah, I didn't want to do it that way. I wanted it to be everybody because I didn't want to start that habit of you know being inconsistent with who was actually in the studio. Yeah, so you know that's the kind of the cost of balancing. You know, you got your nine to five life and then you got your other stuff that you do. And when you got a wife and mortgage and children, you know, one of them has to take precedence and it's probably going to be the one that pays the bills. So, you know, that's just what happened in a nutshell. Uh, But according to the time that I was there. Uh, oh yeah, you came, came and hung out with us one time. Yeah, yeah, just I almost I almost passed out. Why? There was, like, <laughs> there was like, first off, y'all didn't let me in the studio. We didn't know I, you were there. I was knocking and I was always looking and trying to get y'all attention. And I just got through seeing Ferdinand for some reason, and then uh, <laughs> I, I, I went over there, and then I finally got in there, and it was just like literally twenty people in there, and just like yeah, that was a, a busy day. Taking up all the air and yeah. shit and yeah, and that was, it was a lot of people there, and just it, it was like it wasn't properly ventilated. And yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I almost like, well, you know, to get water. The and, great accommodations at Texas Southern University yeah. um, don't really allow for fifteen people to be in Studio A. Yeah, <laughs> so we did the best we could do. <laughs> And there's that other guy next door. On a that guy. Who, oh, it, um, I forget who it was, but that's the main um, FM station. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so y'all going in. So I mean, there isn't a possibility of a now and then show coming back because yeah, you, know, you did some some cool shows. I mean, it, it was very it was like there were a lot of uh, additions, themes of shows. I mean, that that was a show that uh, got me deep in, uh, into Nick Hakeem more. That was the show you were at. No, no. Oh, the, okay. I, the the show, show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You were playing, and you guys were playing a lot of stuff like. Uh, uh-huh. Was that that uh, Gabe? Yeah, because that's why I found out about uh, Gabriel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Montano. Montano. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Great music. Yeah, you're doing doing a lot of stuff I like. So yeah, just, yeah. thank you. I mean, is a possibility of that coming back in some other uh, form? I would say no. Really, it's it's like that. Just well, because I to you know, I just think it would be a little whack to just kind of disappear without an explanation and then pop back up like hey y'all we back like i i don't that's been done before yeah but that's not the way i want to do things you know like i I don't we started it off as a weekly show Mm -hmm. and you know it wasn't consistent with that and i would only do it if i could be sure that we could still be consistent in doing it the way we set out to do it. Mm-hmm. And I, at this point, I just don't think our schedules would allow for that. I mean, y'all, all y'all are cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah, no, nothing like that. Uh, uh-uh. Yeah, well, just some unfortunate to you know, uh, see it fall out like that. Uh, but are you, what are you doing? What other stuff have you got in store? In store? Uh, mainly hanging out, playing music for people. Um, DJing, uh, have a, a monthly residency at uh, the Sugar Refinery in Sugarland. Wow. Okay. Which is um, Friday nights from 10 to 2, and it's an all vinyl night. So um, it's Sugarland, so it's a, you never know what to expect mm-hmm. as far as the crowd goes. You know, it might be <laughs> a mix of older and younger crowd and you know um different kinds of party goers but it's always fun because yeah. you know they got a good bar and there's always you know traffic there mm-hmm. and um next week i will be at axel red on thursday mm-hmm. playing um along with squincy jones oh squincy for has he done the show nope he should. He did. I believe he did flash a show. I oh, okay. Okay. So we'll be doing stacks, which is a vinyl night at Axel Rad. That's Thursday, the seventh. Yeah. And then Saturday the ninth, I will be doing paid in full at oh. Faces on Almeda. Yeah. Old school hip hop from three p.m. to eleven. So they've changed the hours. Okay. Well, and uh, where can people contact you on the on the social medias on the interwebs? Um, not doing Facebook anymore. No. Oh, sadly. That's yeah, that I don't. A lot, of, a lot of nice pictures, but okay. I don't miss it. Um, but Instagram, it's Soul One I T S S O U L O N E, and Twitter at Soul One. All right. Well, uh, thank you, uh, Soul One, for uh, coming to the show and help me out. Always a pleasure. Uh, K Reno, I believe, is uh, is uh, getting ready for uh, in the next studio. Uh, shout out to the Opinions Wild Black podcast for uh, having me on my show. Who, that's uh, uh, 
That's Damien and... Uh, Damien and Oz, yeah, that I have on the show. I'm on this week's episode. Okay, I need to check, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> check and, that out. Okay, the, so this is Craig Lindsay saying, uh, Sarah Huckabee, you, me... Ah, screw it. I'll be homeless in a couple of weeks. I don't care about Sarah Huckabee and her weird eye and everything like that. But hey, let's have fun. <laughs> Catch you later. <laughs> Bye.